Blog Talk Radio.
Hello there, everybody. Hope y'all had a wonderful week. See, how you doing? Good, good. Still, uh, you know, recovered from from the party and all that. Of course. I will talk about that in a minute. But in the meantime, y'all, welcome to Indie Review Radio. We're here each and every Saturday from 12 to 1.30. We have another great show lined up for you today. And we're going to keep it down a little bit because C-Truth has a hangover. Well, no, no, Uh, not exactly. Just, you have a party little, hangover. It's not yeah, the alcohol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't have to be alcohol related. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I can't wait to know. Picture. Yes, yes. They'll, they'll, they'll be out. They'll be out. Oh, they'll, I think you guys had a wonderful time. I was there in spirit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, mm. before we go on any further, let's get to the universal greetings. For you and you and you and you and yours. <laughs> you and you and you. <laughs> all the people, all the people. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And good morning, good afternoon, good night. Buenas noches, buenos dias. Kamichiwa, salam, mamase, sakmase, sakapet, aslam, alaykum, malafia, parev, good day, nehoma, bonjour, bonsoir, what up, son, what up, do, alito, akashke, what business is, where you at, mess, and yo, le, se, yo, so, ate, bahu, bona, sua, bona, Ujokwe, que paso, que pasa, selam, maraba. Hello, y'all. What's going on? And did I miss any? I think I may miss a, a couple this week. <laughs> I don't know. That kind of sounds event. like everybody. All right. Yeah, yeah. I got most of them. Got most of them. Uh-huh. Well, listen, if you guys have any greetings from your end of the world, that you did not hear in the universal greeting, be sure to give us a call, 646-478-5123. We will add it to the pool because that's what C-Truth does. Exactly. He's the ultimate greeter. <laughs> you, can, you can all jump in and swim in the pool. The water is good. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about this party a little bit. Yeah, so it was a nice, 
nice turnout, nice event. Um, people were there, you know, very, very nicely dressed and in good spirits and had a great time. We, we had, of course, you know, the, the normal DJs. We had the girls and the body paint and stuff like that. We had, they came out towards the end. We had the okay. artists that were, um, we had the artists that were doing live painting, like on canvas in there. We had, let's see, about four of them in um, four different spots in the place. They did, did a couple of nice mm. pieces. One of them, which I really liked, I think I'm going to um, circle back and, and get that for myself. So that was that was part of it. And we had, of course, photographers doing their thing, big up to Kenya, um, big up to another gentleman that I'm forgetting, and also Charlie Buddha. And, of course, we had... Our performance that came through back often, Napoleon the Legend. We okay. had a ventriloquist that, that did his thing. His name is Nigel. He, you know, was doing his thing with his particular partner on stage that actually did a little dance, too. That was a whole lot of fun. <laughs> so that was cool. Nice. And nice. we had a dancer by the name of Jazz who did a salsa merengue exhibition. Like, she did a whole, like, dance routine. Mm. So, yeah, so we had that going on. And am I missing anything? We had, of course, Crazy Arcane uh, doing the shooting and some photography as well for shootarcane.com. We had a BMX bike as well on the premises. So kept okay. a little riding of that. That was hilarious. Wow, <laughs> so I can just imagine. I think, I think we have some video, so you see video of that. And um, that was um, pretty much the majority of the stuff that was happening that was going on in there. But people people enjoyed, had a great event. We had Miles, who came through for the first time. We we always invite him, but this <laughs> okay. year he actually had the opportunity to come through. So so that the was great timer. seeing him out there. He brought along a friend, Doug, from D.C., who does a lot of um, promotions and events in D.C., who came through. So So that was fun. We had um, Essence Carson from the New York Liberty. She plays shooting guard on the team. She came through, came down and hung out for a little bit. And she had a game earlier that day, too, and still came out. So Mm got to give a big ups to her. She also does music as well, so we'll be hearing some stuff from her, you know, in the future. Oh, good, good. You're all welcome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is something else. I'm glad you guys had a great time. And now your folks came out to celebrate with you. That sounds really, really awesome. Like I said, I can't wait to see the pictures. Oh, yeah, definitely. As soon as, soon as we got them, they'll be up. We'll post them on the blog. And, and how's Kev doing? Is he recuperating as well? He's, he's good. He's good. Yeah, yeah. I think he's uh, <laughs> on a trip now. He might be in DR right now. Okay, okay. All right. Well, you know, he likes to keep it moving, so. Such is life, such is life. Well, we are so happy how, birthdays for both of you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, how's things Did you true? save us some cake? What's that? Well, did you save us some cake? No, I said, how's, how's things with you? How's the week? Well, I said everything. Well, my first question to you was, did you save us some birthday cake from the party? Oh, absolutely not. You, you know that's not going to be Come on now. 
Well, thank you for your honesty. It's really appreciated. <laughs> you, you know that's going to go. <laughs> so everything here is wonderful. Like, the weather is this is what it is. Uh, a little overcast, but it rained yesterday. You know, everything is so green in the country when it rains. And it just smells so fresh and clean. And um, so me and my little Zoster went walking this morning. We had a good old time walking in the in the dew. But, yeah, everything's great. This week has been fantastic. Um, there's a couple of new things that are on my plate that I'll be sharing with everyone a little later as they begin, as they marinate and develop. You know how some things you have to just let them breathe and they kind of grow on their own? Yes. So it's one I of do, those I do, I do. Yes, 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 that I will be sharing with you all um, very, very soon. But all is well blessed, too blessed to be stressed. And mm-hmm. we have, like I said, a great show lined up for you guys today. There's some great music lined up for you guys today. So sit tight. You know it's Scooby Snack time, so I got my tea. See, what are you doing for snacks today? Uh, I may just, you know, ease up on snacks and just, just do some tea. <laughs> like no snacks. Right. Just, just, I got my tea today because, yeah. you know, yeah, I had breakfast, so I'm I'm straight. So, I'm, you know, my tea is my snack. So you guys, you know, kick back and get your Scooby Snacks on. And, um, I guess we'll play some music until our guest calls in, huh? Absolutely. Let's do it. Share some of the good vibes with y'all and um, enjoy, (laughs) and we'll be back.
Yes, indeed. That's Margaret right there. She needs some help. She needs some help, y'all. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, as promised, another great show lining up for you guys. Our guest has arrived, and um, y'all ready? <laughs> she is a friend of the show. You have heard many of her clients on the show, and now you have the opportunity to hear from um, none other than the powerhouse behind the clients of uh, one of our favorite publicists in the whole wide world, Fiona Bloom. Oh, are you there, ladies? How sweet. How are you? Hello, C. Truth, Rachel. <laughs> Glad to be on Indie Review. Very excited. How are you this morning? Good? Oh, my God. We are wonderful. As you know, C. Truth is recovering from his birthday party. So, ah, you know, he's right. Happy belated. Cool. They had a wonderful so, time. here we are. Yeah. Yes, yes. So finally, not only do you get to give us your clients for the show, but here you are. So yes. for those that are listening in May for the first time, have heard your name, tell us a little bit about what Fiona does. Oh, my. <laughs> um, how long do we have? <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> I, I, guess I'm, I guess first and foremost, I'm a connector. I mean, I always introduce people to each other via it be business or friendships or, you know, strategic things, events. Um, I put a lot of things together. The Bloom Effect is my company, which I founded about five years ago. Um, It is everything from PR, both digital, uh, viral PR, to traditional marketing, branding, international marketing and licensing. I book tours. uh, We do video promotion. It's pretty much a a plethora of different services, sort of like a one-stop shop. And, you know, me being in the industry for 20-plus years, uh, I'm considered like an industry maven, and, uh, you know, the longevity that I bring to this business with the integrity has allowed me, you know, the reputation that I have that precedes me. So it's it's a hustle. It's nonstop. It doesn't get easier, yeah, but I love what I do, yeah. so, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, when speaking about the industry in the state that it's in now, um, for what you do, do you, have you also felt the changes um, in the way that the, the industry has moved about, how it's positioned itself now, say, from even 10 years ago. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? I mean, I, I, the landscape constantly changes. I mean, it's shifting yes. and, and changing and moving. And people, you know, my peers in the business that have been in the business as long as me or even 15 years in the business are like, what is going on? Like, we, we can't <laughs> catch our breath. We can't keep up. I'm serious. It's moving yeah. so fast that nobody can claim to say that we know it all or that we're right. great at what we do or we're doing this the way we should be doing it. We don't know. We actually are learning as we go now. It's crazy. Um, you know, I mean, more of the shift is obviously in technology. More of the shift is also in social, which is a really, really big space that uh, everybody has to be in these days. And branding. I mean, there's no rules anymore. It's a completely equal, open playing field. Right. And uh, because there's no filter, I mean, there's a couple of filters, but not really. It's really, really hard to weed through and kind of figure out what's real and what isn't, what's authentic, what isn't manipulated, what isn't paid, what is actually organic and real that right. fans are really grabbing onto. So it's, it's a, I want to say it's a mess, but it's also at the same time an exciting <laughs> time, and it just gives independent artists and unsigned artists a real platform for actually getting yeah. discovered. So it's that's an opportunity great. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what are some of the mechanisms you put in place to be able to ride that wave of change? Ooh, I mean, honestly, for me, it's just about – it's about having it's about it's about being associated and having 
a lot of young kids in my circle. That's really kept mm-hmm. me fresh, kept me relevant. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of the interns or a lot of the people that I work with, you know, whether it's an MC or a new artist that's coming up, you know, I, meet, I might meet some of their entourage or some of the people that work in their circle, and they're constantly telling me about, hey, have you heard of this site, or do you know about this platform, and what about this? And, you know, like, like one of these kids was the first to tell me about Snapchat, you know, a year and a half ago. You know, I, I knew wow. about Vine, you know, a year and a half ago from kids. You know what I mean? So it's like I keep up with a lot of these changes through the kids and also obviously through reading, you know, a lot of blogs, like obviously Mashable is a really, really good one. Um, you know, there's a lot of really great tech sites out there that I read up on. Um, and then, you know, even stuff like Digital Music News or Digital Media Wire, stuff like that. And then going to all the conferences, you know, they're expensive, but I really try to make an effort to, if I'm not going to the conference, to at least getting into their feeds so I can see all their daily right. updates. And, of course, on Twitter, you know, and uh, Facebook and all the things that they're doing via live stream as well, which is really important. And also some of the TED stuff, the TEDx and yeah. TED Teens and TED Talks and TED Gen. I mean, all of that stuff is really, really vital uh, to understanding some of the shifts and changes as well in the business that we're in. So it's honestly, the way I'm speaking, I'm speaking so fast, is because it's moving that fast. <laughs> it is. It is moving rather quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think that artists have to really be on the curve of that. Um, um, you know, we have these conversations on the show all the time about the business. Um, right now it's kind of a free-for-all. Mm-hmm. So if you can find a formula that works for you, yeah. you just have to go with it. You have to go with it. But here's the thing. It, you feel like you may have the formula, and you're right. You're like, okay, like, for instance, Avery Sunshine. Oh, my God, that's a perfect formula, right? But it's not really Mm -hmm. a formula because we've been hustling it for four years straight. Exactly. And and the first album, we're still burning the first album. That's not necessarily a formula because that might not work for another artist. But I will say this. I will say this. If you have to follow something that Avery's been doing that's consistent, it's her social media. It's the way she's engaging. It's how she engages with her fans. It's the fact that she does have that social panache and that she's extremely mm-hmm. social savvy. So if that's one thing that you can follow with an artist like Avery Sunshine and see what that formula is, it's her social strategy. But again, it's not even a strategy. We don't sit in a meeting. Yeah. We don't sit in a meeting and say, oh, let's see now. Uh, tomorrow at noon, we're going to do this on social with YouTube. And Wednesday, we're going to do something with Instagram. It's, it, the whole thing with Avery Sunshine has been completely organic every step of the way. Which is awesome because you know she's my best friend in my head, so. Oh, well, she seems to be she a lot of people's like best friends right now. <laughs> Writers, but I'm the most relevant. okay. <laughs> You're her big name best friend. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm not saying you shouldn't study, case, you know, you shouldn't look at case studies. Of course you should. I'm not saying, you know, people in yeah. the industry coming up shouldn't look at certain artists and why they're successful or why things are working. Of course you should. But you can't count on the fact that it worked for them, that it's going to work for you if you do the same thing. You just can't bank on that mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and Fiona, why this business for you? Because, you know, a lot of people, they put, you know, they dabble a little bit and they come in and out. And there's a few of us that have just been in it for so long. Why, why for you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't tell this to many people, but I was born across the street from Abbey Road Studios. Do you hear me? Abbey Road Studios, <laughs> the Beatles. I was born on Abbey Road across the street. My father was very heavily... Yes, my father was very heavily into rock star accountants. You know, he was like a chartered accountant to the stars. We always were around musicians and rock stars 
my whole life as a child. And when I was four years old, I started playing the piano. When I was seven, I was playing the violin. And I soon became a very, very uh, a pretty established concert pianist when I was about 14, mm. 15 years old, winning competitions, traveling the world. So music is in my blood. It's, there, it, there's no question like, oh, well, could I dabble in this and then be out and dabble in something else? No, there's no mm -hmm. question. I have to be in this business till I die. This is, I, this is blood, sweat, and tears immersed in my veins, in my heart, in my soul. There's nothing else I could do. I've failed in this business. I've come back up. I've stayed in it. I've been broke. Yeah. I'm still not rich. I oh, yeah. stay because I cannot <laughs> do anything else. This is my life calling. This is it for yeah. me. This is it. Do or die. Yes, and and um and I think that that transcends through your passion as it pertains to your clients and the work that you do. And so it's not just PR for you though. You, there's a lot of other things that you do. Talk to us a little about the, a little bit about the A and R consulting because a lot yeah. of people will say that you know the role of the A and R is becoming obsolete. And what's your take on that? Well, the traditional role of an A and R, yes. I mean, when it comes to being at a record company, A and R is virtually, you know, becoming non-existent because. A, they don't have the money to pay A&R. I mean, back when I was starting out in the industry, you know, A&R were getting six figures. <clears throat> six yeah. figures and huge fat yeah. expense checks to fly around the world, scout bands, and then maybe sign them, right? Well, that mm -hmm. doesn't happen anymore because most of the scouting mm -hmm. now happens on YouTube. It happens with blogs. It happens on live stream. Or it just happens in a cipher, literally. So there's no more extravagant private jets flying out to these places. Um, but what there is is there's scouts at these labels. So, you know, there is A&R still. It's not obsolete. It's just that artist and repertoire, because that's what it stands for, A&R, artist and right, repertoire. Right. What it really is is it's just now young kids that have a good ear that also play music, that are in the studio, are basically in the studio with the artist, with the producer, day-to-day, -day, and basically – listening to music, you know, fielding out what songs are going to make it to an album, what, what's not going to make it, maybe tie in, you know, this producer for this sound, get a songwriter to collaborate with you on this. So obviously there's still A&R because that part's very important. You have to still work with an artist on that level to do that. But when it comes to unsigned and independent artists, we do the A&R, you know, people that are promoters, nice. people that are tastemakers, yeah. you know, people that are a Spotify or people like you that are booking artists on your shows. You're doing the A&R because you're letting your audience know what's coming up that's hot before anyone else has really had a chance to discover it. So in essence, you do A&R too. So there's two forms oh, yeah. of A&R, you know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. But it's and not they obsolete both by any means. You know, it's not obsolete. I mean, you know, if you look at record companies today, it's just that you're not making that salary that a and used to make. There's none of that. Now and it's the role not... is different, like you said, in the label, the role is different in the building. Yeah, but the, exactly. But it's still ne very necessary yes, um, to identify those things. So, what, so is there anything that you find that's kind of coming to the forefront for you uh, with all of the different platforms that you're working with? What are some of the things that – what? Are, in this, you know, space in the business, what are right. some of the things that you find yourself doing more of? Oh, my God. Well, obviously visual. I mean, I, I call, you know, I say that we're in a very rich visual space right now. So, and when I mean that, I mean, you know, not that audio doesn't mean as much, but I mean, you know, video and obviously visual, whether it be on Instagram or Pinterest, it's just going to be explosive. I mean, we're already seeing it explode, but we're just barely tapping into how far it's really going. Um, you know, even with product placement, you know, with cross-pollinization and branding, we're just now starting to see in that space where visual is going to take this with branding. So it's a very exciting time to be in that. And then also with, um, 
you know, another space, you know, with live stream. I mean, obviously, we've dabbled in live stream for many, many years now, but nobody's even really used live stream. I mean, well, YouTubers use live stream the way it should, you know, whether you're doing like a massive big event. But there's other ways to use live stream now that are going to be even more effective for independent artists so that they can actually share in revenues and streaming. And, you know, obviously we're seeing monetization now in YouTube and those platforms with Indie Music Network and some of these other you know, companies that are chasing money and then you're doing covers of different artists and putting up YouTube, you know, songs of your favorite artists that other artists are covering. Mm -hmm. Now artists can collect on that with royalties. So there's so many ways now to actually make more money for the artist. I mean, it was a very gray area and it still is, but it's all starting to unfold and we're starting to see the pieces kind of coming together and connecting. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're in a, again, we're in a very exciting time with technology, you know, with Google Gloss coming out and making introductions with 3D and, you know, more stuff that you can actually My do goodness. with on yeah, flight so much. And, and connectivity, <laughs> Wi-Fi on the planes now, like 24-7. It used to be that you had to pay for that. It's going to be free. Yeah. It's going to be free on the underground. So you don't have to wait, you know, for a train and not have Wi-Fi anymore. I mean, things are very, very, very different now. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's we, making our we world know that a lot hmm? Yes, it is. Everything is right. Yeah. It's, it, everything is becoming very tangible, and yeah. uh, we can reach out and touch it, and it becomes real very quickly. Well, um, we, know, we know that the criteria for labels, you know, when they look yeah. for artists, have changed. What are some of the criteria when, when people come to you um, for PR or any of the services that you offer? What are some of the things that you look for um, before you decide to work with a client? Well, that's, none of that's really changed except, except for social. I mean, for me, the first thing I look at when, the client, when a client comes to me is I have to make sure that their live show is off the hook. Like, I have got to see that they put on an amazing show. Uh, obviously, the recording has to live up to it as well, but the music has to equally be great on a recording as it is live. They have to have some kind of package that's compelling, and then they have to obviously be on social that's also very engaging and authentic. So if they have all those things the music, the live show, the presentation, and the social, that's it for me. I'm done. I'm sold. I'm like, all right, okay. when can we start? And when you say the social, what is that? What do you mean by that? Their online presence, basically. Their online presence. I want to know that they're, you know, I want to know that they've got an audience online, that they've got videos that they can put out virally that can get 100,000 views in a week or two weeks, or they've got, you know, 15,000 followers, or maybe they only have 5,000 followers on Twitter, but they're getting masses of retweets. They're getting, you know, a lot of engagement. Like you can go on their feed and see that there's maybe 50 posts that are talking to them directly in one day. If I see some of that stuff and that there's a lot of traffic and a lot of, you know, interactivity, interaction from the fans, then I know this is something real. Because if they don't have that, it's so difficult to really start from scratch and to create something from nothing. I mean, I've done it before. But fans have to be there in some way, shape, or form at the beginning yeah. of their career. Even if it's a small amount, there still has to be that super fan, super core, uber fan, you know, small, even if it's small, there has to be some kind of presence there that's going to push them forward. Got it. Because honestly, at the end of the day, the fans also, in addition to, to my work and my effort, the fans are also very much involved in the progress and the career of the artist. They really are. Every Absolutely. Yeah. Even more so than before now, you know, even now more so than before. Well, and you know why? Because it's almost immediate. Well, and you know why, Rachel? It's because of the crowdsourcing platforms. It's because of platforms mm-hmm. like Indiegogo, Pledge mm-hmm. Music, 
you know, yeah. um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Kickstarter, etc. It's because of these platforms that have created these opportunities to fans, for fans to come in at the beginning of a journey of a person's, of an artist's, you know, recording or an artist's tour. Right. They get very, very hands-on, and they get to actually feel like they're, they're contributing monetarily, but they're contributing also in their journey, which is so important right. for a fan. And the fan feels so great about that. And, and again, we talk about those super fans. So, and yeah. you talk about what's changing. Pledge Music. Pledge Music is about to change the game. We're talking game-changing. Pledge is going to be just follow Pledge. That's all I can say. They're about to make some <laughs> crazy announcements. They're about to do some things that are basically going to turn this industry upside down again. So watch out so for Pledge Music. tell us a little bit about Pledge Music in those type of uh, sources? Well, you know, I mean, it's crowdsourcing, but they don't call themselves a fundraising fan site because they're not. They do so much more. They're basically a social right. network. There's, Pledge Music is like a social network. I mean, but a social network that, yes, will bring money to your pockets via specialized, you know, uh, contributions that artists can give to the fans for certain uh, things that they want. You know what I mean? So it's almost like, mm -hmm. you know how you have stocks? You know how uh, you, can, you can buy into shares? You can, it, there's a lot of those companies now that are offering shares for artists to fans so they can own a piece of your brand. So this is kind of the wave of the future, actually. So Pledge Music is okay. very much like that. Mm -hmm. It's, it's direct-to-fan online, you know, basically music platform that creates, and facilitates and grows your fan base. And, you know, it kind of, it started that way in very old school when you had fan clubs. So it's basically, right. you know, one step bigger than a fan club online virtually, but hits the global market instantaneously with basically one tap of a keyboard, which is insane, with perks. And every step of the way right. perks. Ten dollar perk is this. Twenty dollar perk is this. Hundred dollar perk is that. Five thousand right, dollar right. perk gets you this. Fifty thousand gets <laughs> right. you that. And you might laugh, but the next thing you know is an artist. Obviously, we all know Amanda Palmer, but an artist like you know, you can I don't even Rufus Rain Rufus uh, what's his name Rufus Wainwright could raise two million dollars via Pledge Music for all the different offerings that he's giving his fans. Two million dollars. This is the thing. Yeah. Labels aren't even giving yeah. you two million dollars anymore. Absolutely. I mean, I always say, by the time you jump through all of those hoops, you might as well keep your money. You exactly. know, you've done the work. <laughs> Why exactly. give it away? Exactly. And how, so, how do you? I'm so sorry. Go, go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm about to actually. You know, I work with an amazing. You know me, I work with all genres. I, I'm not just in the urban lane. I'm not just in the DJ or electronic. I, I work in all genres. I like to say, you know, there's only two genres, good and bad. I work with the good, the good music. So we're speaking of pledge music, we're about to launch. I am very fortunate to be working with the most amazing, probably hands down, the best British rock band in the world. Did you hear me? The best. Awesome. They're the 60s okay. British, iconic British rock band called The Zombies. See, truth, oh, you know zombies. about the zombies? Do you guys know yes. about the zombies? I thank you. you. Know anyway, I am working with 
the zombies. Oh my God, it's like a I felt like a kid in the candy store. It's, it's like a dream come true. <laughs> so anyway, we, they just finished the Southern tour, uh, the Whistling Dixie tour. It was like three weeks of dates. These guys are in their late sixties. They have more energy than I do. And look at me, I'm buzzing all all over the place. They have more energy than I do. They're on tour nonstop. They have a quarter of a million fans on Facebook. All their other platforms are growing incessantly. They are the real deal. And we're about to launch their pledge music campaign, probably by mid June. Awesome. And I'm because they're gonna be, you know, recording a new album which will be out next year. So yeah, we're about to do talk about game changing this. This launch of this uh, Zombies, the Zombies Pledge Music uh, site is going to change everything. So you'll see. I mean, uh, you know, I don't want to get too high in our expectations, but I know we're going to blow it right through the door. Awesome. So. Well, I'll be watching. You know, for, you know, C-Truth and I will be watching. So yes. just, and really quickly from, again, this side of the business, uh, at what stage, is, is there ever a point where the artist is not ready to launch such a campaign like on um, Kickstarter, Indiegogo Pledge? Yes. Uh, yes you know, when yes, are yes. they ready? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to call names. I'm not going to call names. But um, I actually did work with an artist recently that uh, we did launch a, a, a pledge campaign. And, you know, the goal wasn't even that high. And uh, it didn't. we didn't get there. We just didn't make the goal. And I'll tell you why, just hands down, this is the reason. And it's nothing to do with the quality of the artist, because pretty much every artist I ever work with is pretty damn amazing, pretty damn good. You know, they right. have something extra right. that they bring to the table that's innovative or original, good quality. I, don't, I never work with anything that's subpar. So it's nothing to do with the music. It's nothing to do with their image. It was n- they had everything lined up except, and here's the drum roll, their social. You have to understand, Pledge yeah. Music is a platform that goes direct to fan, and direct to fan, for the most part, is all online. Direct to fan via Facebook, direct to fan via Instagram, via YouTube, via Pinterest, via every social network online, because again, Pledge Music is a social network. So if you're mm-hmm. social, if your social isn't up to par, if you don't have engagement or the numbers on social, and again, I'm not talking about 50,000 followers on Twitter, but if you're not even reaching 7,000 followers on Twitter, no, don't even try. You are not ready. You are not ready. <clears throat> you cannot do a Kickstarter campaign, pledge starter. You should not be doing those campaigns till you've at least reached a social certain number that makes sense online that will then enable you to the support. Right. launch this uh, campaign. Exactly. Right. So, right. And they didn't have it, I mean, which totally is probably sense. the reason we failed. You know, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Well, that's good stuff. So tell us, what else do you have going on? I know you've done some traveling lately. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I wanted to talk Where'd to you. you yes. yes, I wanted to talk to you about that. So I was very fortunate to go to Africa last year, uh, last month. I spent uh, two weeks in Africa. I was in North Africa and Morocco, and then I went to West Africa on an island, or actually several islands in the archipelago of um, West Africa called Cabo Verde. Oh, my God. Uh, the most m- amazing, magical time I've never, I, I knew about Cape Verde, they call it Cabo Verde, Cape Verde. I, uh-huh. I have actually, I have friends from Cape Verde, but I never knew that you could go on the holiday there. I never knew that there was a whole culture of music and art. And I just, I just, you know, I just, it was not ever on my radar, really. And then I went, right. and oh my God, I just fell in love. There's so much rich culture. There's, first of all, it's 75 degrees all year round. It's truly like heaven, heaven on earth. Um, the mm. sea, it sits on the Atlantic Ocean. It's, it's, it's a, basically about nine or ten islands. Cabo Verde consists of about nine or ten islands that are called archipelagos that sit in the Atlantic Ocean 
300 miles west of, actually, yeah, 300 miles south of West Africa, of Senegal. So it sits 300 miles, Senegal's, you know, the closest place in Africa. And they don't call themselves Africa. It's sort of a mixture of Europe and Africa. And the, um, the main language is Creole. So I basically got a whole do- dose of Creole and an understanding of what Creolization is and that Creolization is like a state of mind. And, you know, I learned a lot about that. I came across some amazing, amazing artists uh, that blew my mind. And I was mainly there for a couple of things. I was there for two events. One was the Atlantic Music Expo, which is a conference that's growing that's partnered with Womex. I don't know if you guys have heard of Womex. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest mm-hmm. international music conference that happens every year in October, which I've been to a couple times. So it kind of spawned off this smaller conference that's really growing called Atlantic Music Expo that's every year in Cabo Verde in April, and it's, you know, workshops um, and a lot of dialogue and amazing showcases, cocktail events, parties. It's basically over four days, and I encourage anybody that can get there to go there because it was an incredible time. I discovered some amazing music. I learned so much. Um, They definitely had a whole urban uh, showcase, which obviously I was there doing some work um, looking at some of the hip-hop stuff that came out of Cape Verde. I don't know if you guys have heard of Chachi. I brought him actually to CMJ, to my international hip-hop stage a few years back. He's Cape Verdean, so he performed an amazing artist called Bachat from Cape Verde performed, Akua Nura, who's originally from America, from uh, Jersey, actually, lives in Frankfurt now in Germany. She performed. There were some amazing artists. And, um, and then the panels and a lot of the dialogue, obviously, it taught me a lot about what the landscape is like in Africa because, obviously, Africa is a continent. It's not a country. I mean, there's so many countries that make up Africa, you know what I mean? And none of them... There's no real unity. It's like the East Africa, you know, is very separated from West Africa. Then you've got South Africa, you've got North Africa, and there's like no real umbrella or forum that really is kind of the center that's kind of bridging the gap to uniting all these countries so that they can be more business done. So what Atlantic Music Expo is doing is they are creating this forum where they want to unite all these countries and bring in all these exchanges and these collaborations so that they can actually be a real center for business in our industry so that actual real work can get done and the industry can actually grow. So it's fascinating. So we had the inauguration this year, last month, for the first ever African Music Forum and the ribbon, you know, the red ribbon cutting and everything. So they That's are really awesome. committed to making this a really effective uh, organization now that's committed to growing the industry and the culture and making these exchanges with American artists in Africa, you know, other, other artists from other countries and then African artists coming to America and just creating these bridges and continually building, you know, stronger ties, stronger bridges. So I was blown away. I was completely blown away with that. And I, I kid you not, I came back from this conference with 350 business cards of new wow. connections to people in Cameroon, to Senegal, to Ghana, you know, to Cabo Verde, to uh, India, to, you know, Canary Islands. Uh, I, I was just, I'm just like, wow, yes. And then the other event I covered was the Creole Jazz Festival, which is probably one of the most prestigious, you know, jazz festivals in the world. I mean, it's been going for years and years and years. So they had some incredible, incredible artists 
you know, performing. I mean, everybody from Ismail Lowe from Senegal to Candida Rose. Um, they had Bonga from Angola, who is absolutely phenomenal. They had Chico Cesar, Kenny Garrett, Monty Alexander, um, Sarah Tavares. I mean, it was just absolutely phenomenal, top-notch talent. So I, I just... I felt really blessed to be, you know, one of the people that was picked to come, you know, as far as American contingents to come over there and experience the culture, learn, you know, get a real education, and at the same time promote what they're doing over there, over here. So I really just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, someone, one of our um, chatters in the chat room, Lady Ginger, was mentioning that there are several African forums and conferences um, so were you saying this is the first in Cape Verde, or yes, was it? Yes, yes, yes. The first oh. in Cape Verde. Yes, no, I absolutely agree. There are several. There are several in Africa. But here's the difference. They're not promoted around the world. Those conferences in Africa are very, I mean, and maybe I'm wrong here. If I am, please chime in. But as far as I know, and I haven't been to the other African conferences, but from what I understand, that these African conferences, they're very much localized. So it's very much... Mm-hmm contingents of other people in those countries, but they don't outreach to people like us, and we don't get to know about them. Maybe we know about them later. I mean, for for example, there's a conference called Moshito, Moshito in Johannesburg in South Africa. Yes, I've known about that. There's a couple of big ones in South Africa, but when it comes to stuff in West Africa or East Africa, for some reason, we don't hear about it. So, Mm. I mean, yes, maybe we can go. It's open to the world to come, but... We feel like the doors are closed because there's no real outreach. So what I'm saying is this one, the Atlantic Music Expo, because it's partnered with a world institute, Womex, which gets contingents and delegates and and exhibitors and attendees from around the world, and they market it like a Mm -hmm. real machine, the same way they market South Mm -hmm. by Southwest or Canadian Music Week. Because of that, this, I have to say, is really the first true that's open and able for us to come out and know what we're getting into. That's kind of what I mean. Give, so. The one that kind of provides a, in, some insight from um, outside of the country. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and the that. thing about Atlantic Music Expo, you know, because they're growing and they're doing it every year, they want more people like us to come. They, they, you know, they're encouraging, you know, a lot more contingents for America. They, you know, right now it's a, it's a small conference. I mean, it's a very mini yeah. South by Southwest. I mean, the director of South by Southwest was there. You know, I hung out with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, these types of people from other conferences around the world were there. People from Summer Stage were there. You know, Bill Bragan from Lincoln yeah. Center was there. So, I mean, they're doing the outreach, but this is the thing. Some of these other African festivals or other African conferences, they're not doing that type of outreach. They're not inviting people to, from Summer Stage or, you know, people from, um, you know, different conferences to come and experience their conference. And if yeah. they are, maybe it's a very small scale, but they definitely mm-hmm. need to do it bigger and wider. Right. That's all. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the music over there is so amazing anyway. So it's oh, just, my God, you know, yes. Yeah, yes. it's amazing, yes. amazing, amazing. Yeah. And yeah. so many genres of music started there, so you get a feel for all of that when you're in that space. Yes, that for space. instance, I discovered Funana. Do you guys know about Funana? Is, no. I didn't ever sure, hear of it sure. I landed in Cabo. Funana is their own cultural, um, it's their own music. It's, it's from Cabo, and it's accordion-based, very upbeat, rhythmic, and contagious. Oh, my God. I mean, once you hear it, you can't get enough of it. And I met one of the kings of Funana. Uh, the group's called Faro Gaita. Oh, my God. They're like one of the most revered Funana groups 
of all time. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, Ferrogeiter, yeah. yeah. So you should look them up. They're absolutely okay. phenomenal, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, so let our listeners know if they, want to, if they want to reach out to you and learn more about what you're doing, how can they, how can they find you? Oh, my gosh. I'm pretty much accessible everywhere. I'm on Twitter at Fiona Bloom, F-I-O-N-A-B-L-O-O-M. My company's called The Bloom Effect, uh, www.thebloomeffect.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. I have a web series <laughs> called Efficacy, um, so you can find me on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Tumblr. Um, I'm pretty much on all the platforms. My on email address, everything. yeah, my email address is just Fiona at thebloomeffect.com. So it's not hard to find me. When people say, "Oh, I don't know how to find you," or "I couldn't reach you," I wanted to invite you to so and so. I'm like, "What do you mean you don't know how to find me? <laughs> Everything about me is public. <laughs> my Facebook page is, is public. Okay? My Twitter tweets are protected. I mean, nothing. It's like, what do you mean nothing. you can't find me? It's like." It's easy to so find. So it's fine for folks to reach out to you, yes? Uh, yes, I'm totally okay. game for that. I love that. Yes, awesome. absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Well, we want to thank you for stopping by the show for us today. I mean, it's been a long time coming, so you'll definitely have to keep us posted on the campaigns that you have going on and all the other great stuff that you're working on. Um, oh, yes. And, you know, thank you can stop in any time. Oh, thank you. And can I do a, a shameless self uh Shout out tonight. I actually have my band Waterseed, uh, who's from New Orleans. Oh. They're actually in New York tonight at the Apollo Music Cafe. So, I mean, okay. I just love that. And we, yeah. love, we love them. We play them on the show, yeah. Yes, I know yes. you have. Thank you so much for all your support awesome. for everything that I've been doing. No really, problem. all the artists. No problem. We love you dearly. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye, and guys. keep sending us that wonderful talent. So, oh, enjoy the rest you. of your weekend, Fiona. Thanks for stopping all right. by. You guys, too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. And we'll talk very soon. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so Miss Fiona Bloom. <laughs> right, right, right. Blooming all over the place. Blooming all over the place. Yeah, she does. So why don't we get to your friend right now? Can we do your friend, the friend in your head? Yes, my best friend in my head, absolutely, y'all. This is Avery Sunshine, one of Fiona's clients. She, uh, Avery is amazing, and um, her music is just, well, that's enough. I'll just let y'all hear it. You can tell us what you think on the back side. <laughs> Oh, 
piano, made a come play your personal piano. I wanna feel the tone of your bass on the piano. But you, exclusive, elusive with us. They don't got skill to tune me right and live forever. Get up in my cover, you're my only lover. Who can harmonize when we playing with each other? Others struggle to hit the note right. You play with ease, peace and rallies all night. La, la, you love it. La, la, la. Yeah. 
there is a man whose hands we've impressed on my memory and leave me longing for the sunset. Of fingers that linger in my hair as I stand there and compare the sculpture of creation before me to a heaven-sent revelation of light and truth. And I confess, I've pondered our combined anatomy and how right it could be if I weren't me and he weren't he. We are caught in time and space. This time, this space was made to wait for the next lifetime. Where possibilities prosper and the potential of now. If I could for one minute momentarily imagine that it's raining outside. And he knocked on my door, drenched in heaven's cleansing drops, a silhouette outlined by black skies that swallow questions of aftermath and why. I confess, I'd want him to wrap me in his arms and he would admit that he couldn't be without me. For like the rain outside, I give him strength to grow. And we would discover hues of blue that only angels know. And I would love to kiss the morning dew off his lips. As we lay in fields and the stars that light the way to redemption.
stone Now this shit need your vitamins A little kid when we alone Want you to whisper in my ear Let me bite your bottom lip Been looking at him for years While we playing games The runaround A vibe's high frequency Loud like an ultrasound Guess I'm the one pregnant For your affection Intrigued by your Passive-aggressive rejection But when I see you It's all sexual tension In my mind We doing things We never mentioned We both locked eyes From across the venue Let me be the number one Entree on your menu In real life I'm mind telling us no But our body's like Tomorrow's not guaranteed Still in the future Is you and me All I see We both running From one another And it's like so baby, it's on you now, what you trying to do now? Last week I saw you at the mall Scrolling through your iPhone, about to make a call I had a vision, it was me on the other end Telling you come by, and then you walked in I had notes round the crib Little instructions taped on the fridge You showed up with all your gear from your last gig Exhausted but eager You know I always do it big Like slow, oil and wine Mid condition playlist, on repeat, so fine You left one of your button ups here Last time I came out with just that on. Then I saw your eyes, that cute I had planned out the window You dropped everything, I ripped off your clothes before we could even blink You didn't hold back or even think Us both drunken lovers and never had a drink In real life, our mind's telling us no, but our body's like Tomorrow's not guaranteed, still in the future is you and me, all I see We both running from one another, and it's like so baby, it's on you now, what you trying to do now? It's something about your shoulders, your defined back, your V-cut, your biceps when you grab stuff, the details in your attire, you had your own style, this is why I just admired, we would play fighter, whose shoe game was better, whose three-pointer was wetter, brought out my inner tomboy, but kept it hot in any weather, felt sexy round you, dressed or a hoodie on, still we tap dancing around this flame like Savion, is it my age, are you scared you might be in love? We're both in the industry, a world where others judge You think I might hurt you, now this is the versa Or are we just friends, or am I just imagining My mind does like the wander Got me recreating moments, trying to make them longer They say fantasies are thoughts that are more far-fetched I'm tangible, and so are you, it's not complex In real life, our mind's telling us no, but our body's like Tomorrow's not guaranteed Still in the future, it's you and me, all I see
We are, we are. We are, we is, we be, all that. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, y'all. We are at the end of another show. Another wonderful Indie Review Radio has come to an end. But don't fret, because we are here every Saturday from 12 to 1.30. You can join us here. You can call us up. You can email us, and you can join us in the chat room with Lady Ginger. And we have a new friend in the chat room today that we want to say hello to. Um, by the name of Queen Dara. Thank you for joining us today. And um, we welcome you to come back every week. So um, so the end of the show, we give you our daily slice. And this is just something for you to reflect on for the moment, for the weekend, for the week, for life, whatever you choose. <laughs> and it's a small sliver of life's cake. And today's daily slice is this. If your heart is beating, then you are a drum. Stay interested in your heartbeat and you'll find yourself a drummer. If you're breathing, then you are a song. Stay interested in your breathing, and you will find yourself singing. If you are alive, then you are a dance. Stay interested in your life, and you can't help but to find yourself dancing. Nice. And that is our daily slice. That's Anything a good you one. Want to yeah, not, not, that, not that none of them aren't good, but that, that's a really good one. <laughs> Yeah, so we are dancing, singing, dancing, living, drumming. We're all that. We're all that. And then some. Yes, indeed. So, oh, happy yeah. Mother's Day to all the mothers. Day, to all the mothers, excuse me. Yes, indeed. Yes. And, um, you know, we send you love, lots of love and light um, every week. And uh, make sure you follow us on the blog at com so that you can check out the show. In, in case you missed anything or any of your folks missed anything, go ahead and send them the link. Go right ahead, all right? And until we see you next time, again, lots of love, lots of light, and you guys have a blessed week. Peace. Mm-hmm.